Okay, um, how to record a podcast, part one. Um, record, press record, we did that. Good job, we're on a good start. We're talking, it's working, I'm, I'm slowly getting back into this, it's fine. Is it fine so far though? It is, sure, because it's a new year, happy new year. It's not a new year. It is a new year. I'm, I'm on the BlizzCon calendar, Oh, and so it's the new year um, leading to the next BlizzCon. Oh, okay. So it's like less than a year now till the next BlizzCon. Right, yeah. It's the cool. countdown to the next one. It's the final countdown? No, 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 no. No? Okay. It better not be. I know, because then what would I have to live for? I love that song. I think you have to love that song, or else the police come and take your ass away. Yeah, and rightly so. Down to jail town, <laughs> where you get jailed in the A. <laughs> you get jade in the A? Yeah, it's like, oh, jail me, daddy. Is that how they talk to each other in jail? I don't know. I've never been to jail. I don't know. You seem to know an awful lot I'm about it. Going to jail. <laughs> Let's start lagging balls now. Let's do it. Ah oh, shit! I'm lagging balls. That's right, lagging balls. Your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast for the people, by some people, with your hosts Thorn and Fist. Ballers, a uh, long time no talk to you without you talking back. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of talk back this time because there's been a lot of feedback in the meantime. Yeah, um, this has just been such a weird couple of weeks for me because, you know, the, the, the BlizzCon thing, uh, you know, that only happens once a year. BlizzCon comes but once a year. Now, now it's here. here. Now, now it's here. here. Bringing lots of joy and cheer. Um, And then uh, getting ridiculously sick. Uh, You were so sick. I'm still sick. Uh, I can't believe you're still sick. Yeah, that's a thing. When Um, did it start? Like almost almost exactly after BlizzCon. um, I started to feel it. And then uh, like over two weeks ago was when I really started to feel it. Oh my God. It's just been been going. Um, And... uh, I was not present for the last episode of Lagging Balls, and that's the very first time in over three years that I haven't been on the show. Yeah. Like, the show's gone on without me, so that that was really strange. I don't, I don't want to do that again, if I can help it, because that was just really weird. You guys did an excellent job. You Thanks. and Techie did an excellent job. Techie filled in for me so well. Um, Techie was awesome. He really was, and it, I, I know th- that, like, I left the show in capable hands and everything, but, like, this show... You know, this is this is my my this mine. Right. It's it's my thing. It's my it's my baby, for lack of a better word. And just not being on it uh, for an episode was really strange. Um, I get that. But nonetheless, I loved the episode, and it was so great. Um, and I started a new job, so like basically, almost everything in my life is different right now. And I just like I'm so excited to do this episode and just get back into some normalcy and hang out with you guys. And, and talk about Blizzard games and dick and fart jokes. Yeah. And all that stuff that we love here at Lagging Balls. Well, welcome back, Fist. Thank you. And we're, and we're back, guys. We will see if there are any shakeups for the holiday season. Um, we don't expect Thanksgiving to get in the way, so you can expect another episode out. Fuck Thanksgiving. Next weekend. <laughs> so don't, don't worry about that. Uh, still would not suggest that you listen to it in the car while traveling to or from Thanksgiving with your family. That's probably not the kind of place to listen to this Fuck show. Fuck your family. <laughs> Fuck 
Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. You know what? You don't fuck it. You don't care about American Thanksgiving because your Canadian Thanksgiving was last. I month. don't even really care about Canadian Thanksgiving either. You know what okay. I care about? What? Free time to play more games. Yes. You know what you got to do? You say fuck Thanksgiving. Fuck your family. <laughs> Not literally, of course, because that's that's illegal. <laughs> And then you take that time. Not according to Pornhub. That, that's true. <laughs> no, there's always a caveat on Pornhub. It's like stepsister, step uncle, step grandfather. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ha- like they never make it in a, a direct. There's there's hardly ever direct like like me and my sister. You know, like it's it's good because that's so fucking creepy. I know it's creepy, but like it's just like. I don't know. It's either in the I title it. or it's in like the dialogue. It's like, oh, I can't believe you're my stepsister, and <laughs> and we're doing this in the laundry room when our parents aren't home. No, we can't do that. You're my brother. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but yeah, there's there's always a caveat, and if there isn't, it's like, whoa. It's kind of like this show. There's always a caveat. Yes. I can't think of one right now, but uh, you know. So what was I talking about? Oh yeah, fuck Thanksgiving. So just you know, take that time. <laughs> To play some extra video games and have fun. Yeah, there's so much out right now. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 has been huge for a lot of people. But, like, when... It, the best part about Blizzard games is they always bring you back. Uh-huh. Like, even when you take a foray into the latest and greatest elsewhere, like, you always come back to Blizzard yeah, games. you always come back. See, Blizzard, you know, she's not jealous. She knows what she got. She knows that what she got, nobody else got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she's like, you go ahead. You go out tonight. You flirt with whoever you want. Because I know that you always going to come back to Blizzard. Because Blizzard got that shit that you like. <laughs> but Lady Blizz, you know, she... I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. But you're right. There's lots of stuff out. Lots of stuff to play. Play it on Thanksgiving, whatever. But you know that you're always going to come back to Lady Blizz. And Thanksgiving time is a good time to reconnect with Blizzard games. Right, and for those of you who are not listening this, to this until your Thanksgiving break, um, we know you're off having a smoke break. We know you're off in the in the basement or somewhere else avoiding your family. And hey, to those of you out there doing that right now, fucking hell yeah, bro. We got you. We're here for you. We fucking get that. We are here for you. We'd rather just be playing games too. We fucking get it. If any Americans are having... Uh, Thanksgiving can be like super stressful. Like any holiday can be super stressful. Especially oh God, yeah. if... You know, you're not super looking forward to hanging out with your family or whatever, but feel obligated to hang out with them. Anyway, um, join our Discord. Feel free to go in. Um, we have a room in which you can just vent. You know, we, we're we here for you. We get it. We got you. We do. And we do. We do. Oh, we do. Oh, we do. Oh, but we do. <laughs> um, I just remember... Video games are a little more universal these days than possible, so even if you're stuck getting together with family or if you're hosting or whatever, you don't necessarily have to avoid the topic or actually playing, because you probably have a bunch of family members who also do. Or just bring Use the it. Switch and play some Diablo. There you go. Play some Diablo. Play some Diablo. I really want that Diablo Switch. That's freaking $400, dude. It's so cool. But yeah, 400 If I had is, $400... If I had $400... I would buy... Um, a Diablo Switch. See, I would want to buy the Diablo Switch, but I could just get so many loot boxes. <laughs> you still have new stuff to get in loot boxes? No, but I still want it. But the- <laughs> Legit, though, like, if I had money to throw at something, I would probably get, like, 
a ton of Overwatch League merch. Hell yeah. Because I just, I want to go into the next season looking like a fucking complete slave to Overwatch League branding. Like, I don't mind. It's fine. I don't care. Have you, speaking of, have you decided, given that there's a new Canadian-based team in Toronto, have you decided if you are, like, where your loyalties will lie? There's two new Canadian teams. See, the all of the teams' names and logos got leaked uh, a few weeks ago, and they're all true. Um, except for Vancouver. So, like, we don't know what Vancouver's name is. We don't know what their logo looks like. I know what it is. Breaking news. They're what? the Vancouver schmucks. I don't think so. Oh, that's what I heard. I hope they're the Vancouver spirit bears. Oh, that'd be cool. Or the Vancouver Putins. <laughs> oh, I'm so hungry. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's a good question. <laughs> what I've realized about myself is that I don't, I don't think that I put a lot of thought into i don't know like i i started off liking dallas fuel at the very beginning because i liked the players yeah then i moved over to nyxl because i'm in new york and all my friends liked nyxl so i felt like i should like new york too hey local team but then uh i realized that i really really love surefor so I was like, okay, well, now I'm a Glads fan. So some might call me a Fairweather fan, um, but I, I, I put more stake in just, just like the personalities and people that I like. Yeah, um, I get that. Some may call it a new league where you're still deciding. <laughs> yeah, totally. And so, like, of course I'm going to support Canada in, in all things, always, of course. But um, I think I'm back on the Dallas Fuel train this oh, year. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I... I love both coaches, Arrow and Jane. Like, I, I, I adore them. I love the players still. Like, like, Mickey, oh my god. And I really feel like this season they're going to, like... This year gonna, they're going to go all the way? They're going to go all the way. Wow, now you're sp- talking like a T-Sports fan. I love hearing this. <sighs> this transition of you, like, not knowing that much about, like, a, like a, like a league-type fandom to you being fully all in like this <laughs> is amazing to see and i'm so happy thanks and that's the power of esports you know like it's it's bringing people who are out of the loop into the loop and making you feel like you're part of something and you've got a community and like you've got you know choices and and you can find your identity and you can just like cheer for things and be happy and have fun and when your team's losing it really sucks and like in a way that kind of feels good too because you just like really care about something i don't know it's cool beans. Uh, anyway, so Thorne, what have you been up to this past couple of weeks? <laughs> uh, well, I took part in the BlizzCon virtual ticket in a big way. Um, in our Lagging Balls Discord, we got a whole bunch of people together to watch the opening ceremonies, um, which was awesome to hear reactions and things like that. And we can come back to that when we get to that part in BlizzCon coverage. Uh, there was that. I, I did take the time off during and after blizzcon so i got to have a nice long vacation and play a bunch of video games which is awesome that's mostly it other than starting fallout 3 during that time as well because i've always wanted to get in i'm still going back to get into all the big franchises that i've never touched and i did a bunch of research on fallout and obviously i was not going to jump into the most recent one also because i think that might be just console actually i'm not sure about that doesn't matter point is i having never touched the series i thought i wanted to start in a strong place and all the research i did said if you're not willing to go all the way back to the beginning that three is the best place to start so that's where i'm at and i'm having a blast great yeah i'm Good also for you i'm also considering starting a rogue 
Interesting. I'm considering starting a rogue, and I, and I don't mean boosting a rogue. I mean starting a rogue at level one, and like learning how to learning how to rogue L two rogue from the beginning because I feel like leveling would be like I don't mind leveling. I don't love the grind or whatever, but I I've boosted in the past with like the free boosts, and I didn't feel like I arrived with a character like with a a class that I knew how to use. Right. You know. And so I, f- I think that I might need leveling to really get a handle on on how things work. I agree with that. I, I think that there is absolutely no better way to learn a class than like leveling from from one. You know, it's it's a it's a slow education, but if you go from one to one twenty with this one class, then there's probably no scenario that you haven't been exposed to in that time, you know? Yeah. Like it's, it's the very best way to, to learn something. And like, and by then, like you've got, hopefully you've got all your muscle memory down and you're not just using a rotation, but like you've been through so many scenarios with this character that you're using all of your utilities. And, uh, like, I don't know. I, I feel like by 120, you should be like a well-rounded player, especially if you're going to partake in like endgame stuff with other people who assume that you're, you know, at least competent on what you're playing. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So yeah, I that's think not that's... what I got with my druid. I boosted the druid using one of the free boosts from like the expansion or something. I can't remember from one of those. And uh, I, I love the druid. I just like I don't feel like I totally get it. I don't feel like I'm like well-versed. In... You seem like you're in a World of Warcraft rut right now. A little bit. A little bit. Um, I'm back and forth on the warlock. Um, I remember a little bit why I didn't, why I kind of fell off playing him because I'm yeah. just not very good at warlock. <laughs> <laughs> there are people out there who are saying, "What? How is that possible? How can you not be good at warlock? It's so easy." And to those of you out there who say that, good for you. <laughs> I'm talking about in a raiding scenario. I'm talking about being um, a little further undergeared than most of the rest of the team, that sort of thing. Um, however, I did just get a helm boost this week in in uh, our raid and holy crap what a difference it immediately popped me up at like two two and a half k more Ooh, i love getting boosted and popped up yeah <laughs> literally like from the previous boss fight to uh the next one from from mithrax to Cahoon, it was uh, a huge difference and also a uh, very difference because on Cahoon i actually got to um dps instead of just running the the sides because we oh, had yeah. yeah demon hunters running the the halls anyway so yeah i'm in an interesting place i've got a lot going on not nearly enough time to play it but thankfully it's a short week coming up before the thanksgiving break and i plan to dump a lot more time into all of this and i'm stoked for that all right so fist what about you uh um well since i got back from blizzcon i've been very sick like i said i'm still super sick and it's just I'm so sorry. That's a long time yeah, to be this sick. I, I was misdiagnosed, apparently. They thought I had the flu, but I didn't. And I took a whole bunch of medication for it, and it didn't work. And then uh, I went to That's the, the doctor. Worst. Yeah. I went to the doctor yesterday, and they put me on something different. So hopefully that will work, and I will be back in action. Not that I, you know, get a lot of action or any at all. Action Jackson? Yeah. I mean, PvP kind of counts as action, but... No, I guess I would. It depends on like Absolutely. how you respond to PvP. Like if you're just PvPing, it's like whatever. But if you're PvPing and you're like sweating and your butthole's clenching the whole time and like you're burning calories and screaming and you know, that's action. Oh yeah. You know? That's that's comparable to activities that people do. Uh 
physically i don't know no i totally get that it's for me it's like when i play tracer in the um free-for-all matches yeah. in the arcade like that's that is butthole clenching yeah that's a different game to play and so that that's i can tell that's a different level so i totally get that <laughs> yeah no uh, tracer always clenches my butthole too um <laughs> <laughs> thanks tracer thanks tracer but yeah so super sick um but i did start a new job so Congratulations! I, thank you. I'm now the, or I am now a content programming manager uh, for IMGN Media, and all of my duties are centered around esports and gaming. I'm I help run their uh, Snapchat and Instagram publisher called Tryhard. Um, it's eventually going to branch out into a bunch of different things, but um. Yeah, so I, I, I found myself a nice little job that allows me to curate and create memes that have to do with gaming. That's so awesome. Yeah. And that's so not small, by the way. That's awesome. That's big time. It is. It's pretty big. And, like, I don't know. I It hasn't really sunk in yet that, like, this is an actual industry job. But it is. And that's so cool. It is. And it, personally, like, that's kind of what I've been working towards for many, many years. And I honestly could not have even dreamed about doing this without lagging balls. Um, awesome. It's, and I'm not. I'm, You're welcome. Thank you. But like, <laughs> it's, it's hard to talk about because, like, I don't like. I'm not trying to show off or anything like that, and I, and I'm not bragging. But what? But, I, but what I'm trying to. I think what I'm trying to say is like, if you have a dream, like being in the gaming industry, um, but you don't have the like credentials or the school or the experience to necessarily get there you can take matters into your own hands and i'm not saying like that's the easiest route that's not you know that's not a quick fix but like if you're passionate about something you know start creating on your own first make make experience for yourself and i don't know eventually all of that adds up and it can become like super valuable so yeah i'm you know i'm I don't know. I'm still... I, I I haven't accepted it yet. It's pretty fucking sweet. More info on all of that as I get it, but... In the meantime, as a start, where should everybody follow the channel? Um, so you can you can uh, search for TryHard on Snapchat. Uh, just go to the Discover section and type in TryHard, and you can subscribe to it. And a lot of that stuff um, is curated by me, but the other stuff is curated by my coworker. It's It's three of us. There's only three of us. Uh, two content managers and uh, somebody who does all like the motion graphics and stuff like that. And uh, it looks know. great. It's, it's hilarious. It's cute. It's good stuff. It's all gaming related. Highly recommended. Were any other channels that it's on yet? Um, we're on Instagram and we have a Discord. Um, and that stuff's we're working on like a Twitter and stuff like that too. It's it's all very new. It's all very exciting. And I'm excited to be a part of it. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. <sighs> and then uh, hopefully this week you'll finish being sick so you can actually be at full strength back at work. That'd be nice. But we're, we're glad you're back here, even not at full strength. We're just all really glad that you're back here, that we're back at full strength here as a team. Woo! It's nice to be back a bit. We, we in it. Episode 161. Woo! Woo! Um, so, yes, the day before yesterday, we did uh, an LBS, the first one since uh, BlizzCon, or before BlizzCon, I guess. Yep. And we had Mr. Pat Crane on, and we were discussing No Nut November. <laughs> if anybody listening is participating in No Nut November, we would love an update on how things are going. We would love an update on why you are no nutting in November. <laughs> um, if you are anti No Nut November, we'd love to know why you are no 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 nut no nut November, not 
no nut nutting in November. Wait, you are not nutting in November. <laughs> um, or why you are not nutting in November. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, what? Um, if but, you're on either side of the nutting, we want to hear about it. <laughs> yeah, like if you have a strong opinion or even a weak opinion, either way, let us know how your yes nut or no nut November is... Uh, even if you're in the refractory period of up. an opinion, <laughs> we'd still like to hear about it. Yeah, like what's, what's going on with your nutting this month? Uh, because of that show, uh, we can all we can all take solace in the knowledge that neither me nor you nor Pat Crane has been participating in No Nut November. Um, I don't know if that's more information than anybody, everybody needed. I'm out! I'm out! Uh, Pat's out, but um, you know, it's 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 nice to learn things about your friends, I guess. Yeah, you know, last, last I knew it was about, like, facial hair. I don't know if this is new as of this year, or maybe just last yeah, year, or what, November whatever. November is out. Yeah, No Nut November is apparently in, in at least as a discussion out. point. Yes. Because I'm not advocating for it. Like, a whole month of touching your own junk? That seems like a crime against nature. Do you guys, do, guys, do yourself a favor and check it out on Urban Dictionary. There are some hilarious de- definitions of No Nut November on there. So anyway, all of that's covered in the LBS. Definitely go check that out. We'll put the link in the show notes. It is a really worthwhile episode. It's not what we were even uh, intending no, to talk about. And it just, like, it happened to get mentioned before the pre-show, and then we were off to the races because... Yeah. You guys know, you know us. And Pat was a little drunk, too. What? <laughs> he says he wasn't, but he was. He had his ice nut. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to do a bit of a BlizzCon recap. Okay, please. So let's move into Blizzard news. This is the fucking news. Hey, welcome to Blizzard news. Welcome to Blizzard news. And thank you to Ben Bumhofer again for that inspired bumper. <laughs> It's the fucking news. It literally just I don't I don't get it, but I love it. It, it makes me happy. People are always talking to me about my bumpers and they're just like, Did you make that? Like what like do you do you want me to send you a new one? You like, know, I don't I don't like to talk about my bumpers. Yeah, um, my eyes are up here. It's very private. No. I I don't know. I fucking I don't know. I don't know. Some bumpers are great, like that one. Some don't make sense, like that one. Some uh have been around since the first episode. Some of them are shitty at best. I don't... Whatever. Hey, here's the thing. I remember back when I first started listening to Blizzard podcasts, when I was listening to The Instance right away, back in the day, and then, like, eventually, Scott changed his bumpers, and I hated it. Just because... Not because I didn't like the new bumpers. It's because I was accustomed to the old one. Yeah. And, like, you just get used to hearing those bumpers. There's, like, a comfort level. There's a familiarity. And it doesn't matter if they're shitty or not. It's, like... That's the bumper that you're used to. And when you yeah. change things up, it eventually can become the new normal or the new familiar or the new love or whatever. But at first, it's always going to be rough because you're used to something else. Absolutely. I think maybe after, maybe with the new year, we'll change up a few things. Finally. But it is the new year. Okay, well, in normie land. <laughs> maybe we'll change up a few on things. On the normie calendar? Yeah, on the normie calendar. <laughs> the calendar that doesn't really matter. Right, so, BlizzCon. This year was strange. It was a strange year. I will admit that. Um, no less fun. No less exciting. But strange. You know, like the the strange how uh, the feel of it, the dates of it, the the, the t- feel, the announcements. It it just seemed 
less grand than usual, but the heart was still there, you know, and that's and that's the heart's always there. Yeah, totally. Of course, but it was just strange, and and I, I think like actually being there, I don't know. It was the past two years. It had always been strictly about getting the updates and watching the panels and getting my mind wrapped around all of the new information that was going on and you know just just going into all of the new uh announcements kind of assuming that i was going to be reporting on them as as soon as possible and and i know a lot of work doesn't go into lb as far as like smarts but you know we we try our best to understand what we're talking about so we're not just regurgitating information from the internet but this year i kind of just sort of wanted to watch esports <laughs> yeah and uh and that is what i did i mean I, I i made time for some really important um panels but most of the time i found myself watching esports and that's fine and i did run into ian at one point and i told him about that and he said something like back when i was going to blizzcon as just a you know a guest mm-hmm. and and back when i had like time to actually go and watch things it's it was more important to me to experience esports in person because you can always go back and watch the vods and and gain information and stuff like that um but there's no way to to be at home and experience what it's like to sit in uh one of the halls or the stadium and and watching like a team that you really love and just everybody's so hype and like you just you feel it you know like it's Absolutely. That's yeah, like that's one of the the main attractions of BlizzCon itself and it's the reason why a lot of people go in the first place. And I you know like I've I've watched some esports at BlizzCon in the past but this year like it meant a lot more to me than it has the previous years so it was really nice to to go and watch some of that. But yeah, uh so it was me and like eight raid team members, and we were staying in this house close to uh, the convention center, and it had a pool, and it was really awesome. It had this garage with all these giant mirrors in it for some reason, <laughs> which were really great. And I was checking myself out the whole time, <laughs> and we just we watched vines the whole time, and we were sitting around the pool. We decided to do karaoke at one point, except I was the only one who did karaoke. And I was literally just sitting around a table with all of my raid team singing Turn Back Time by Cher. Because I was <laughs> under the impression that everybody was going to do yeah, it. Yeah, that that would be the first in yeah. a chain of songs. And I thought I was doing everyone a favor by going first to like sort of break the ice and right. make it less awkward. Yeah. But Somebody's no, got to break the ice. I just literally sat there singing, people looking at me. And then I was like, all right, next person, here's the mic. And, you know, it didn't, it didn't And then happen. they all let you down. Yeah, well, you know. Sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. <laughs> that sounds just like a raid team. assholes. But yeah, I... And I, how was the house? The house was gorgeous. It was really great. Um, I love staying at Airbnbs. Guild house! It was pretty cool to have a whole house. I didn't go in the pool, but... And I had my room, because I'm the girl, you know, the token female, so I had the bathroom. Um, but it was funny, because, like, me and, and two of the guys were sitting on my bed at one point, and we were just having, like... You know those like really deep discussions you have at night? Yeah. So we're doing that. And we all realized that we've been dropping huge deuces the whole time that we've been staying <laughs> in California. And so the next day, like we brought it up to everybody and the majority of everyone 
we were just dropping huge ones, you know, like, and there's like, <laughs> just there's, dropping bombs. Yes. And there's two bathrooms in the house. And one of them was a suite in my room, but I've been lending out my bathroom because I'm a nice person, but holy, like, oh my God, you guys. And, I, and we hadn't even eat, like, yeah, we had Taco Bell like twice or something. I don't know, but yeah, it's but not like we were eating that much. It's just maybe the excitement or like maybe the added nutrients of, the sun in California. I don't. Yeah, who knows? Does the sun it make you also, shit? I don't think so. But I think it, it might have also just been that, like, when you're at a, in a convention environment, you're not you're not really free to use the restroom. Whatever you get, you're you're definitely like holding things in more than you you might otherwise because you've, you've got to keep your seat and stay in line and all those sorts of things. Yeah, it's it's definitely a less free and less accessible schedule. So I can see that, you know, like the science of like massive dumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, you're literally just holding it in all day. Yeah, and then so your body's like, oh, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, that was fun. <laughs> so BlizzCon, BlizzCon was great. I didn't have a media pass this year, which bummed me out at first, but is I honestly the the lines outside were pretty crazy. The security was really present. Um, and I and I heard that a lot of things kind of uh, went wrong, and a lot of people got really angry in line and stuff like that. I didn't have too much because of the metal det- detectors this year. It was the metal detectors, and just like going through the metal detector, you had to take off your backpack or your bag or whatever, and hand over your phone, and somebody would look through all your stuff while you went through the metal detector. And I don't know, there was just like it was at every door, and. A lot of the lines were getting mixed up and and a lot of things were blocked off that aren't usually blocked off. And it was just, it was all very restrictive and it kind of, it sucked in the way that like when you look out from the convention center over like the food trucks and everything, there are these great big like makeshift walls erected around everything so you couldn't like easily pass through. Sure. And it just, it it just, it like these are, you know, it's it's all nitpicky stuff. It, It doesn't matter, but like it just... Did it feel more secure? Um, yeah, I wasn't worried or anything like that. Gun violence is the reason, right? I, like I we're know. all being honest. It's, I know. I, I know. mean, did it? I know. In theory, we were all happy to hear that there was more security for that reason, and we all hate that it's and think it's incredibly stupid that that's necessary. But um, did it at least feel more secure because you knew that everybody had to go through that and? You should be more secure inside. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's good at least. Yeah, no, it was, it was it was great. It was just it was a uh, it was it was it was weird. It was weird. Yeah, there were a lot of tweets about and like photos of the very long line out front, and I think some people were backed up all the way out to like the uh, where people turn around to get back out of the drop off areas, right? Yeah, um, all of the lines were crazy, every single one. Yeah, I did. I didn't have a lot of trouble getting in. I think I was lucky, though. I think I was just lucky. I was just in the right place at the right time every morning, and and I was trying to like get there as as early as possible. Uh, so I think that helped too. But yeah, the opening ceremony was, uh, you know, admittedly a little awkward in some places. Uh, but whatever do you mean? Mike Morheim made me cry, Aww. cry and cry and cry. Like I started crying when I saw him come out at first because I didn't expect that. Yeah. But then like all of the things that he said, like I took a picture of myself. I'm not going to share it, but I took a picture of myself and I'm just fucking bawling. Like I just like ridiculously cr- just crying my eyes out. Aww. And uh, when the audio wasn't working for Hearthstone, like my favorite, like besides Mike Morheim, my favorite part was how fucking 
fucking ready Jeff fucking Kaplan was to get out on stage because you know somebody runs up to him with a mic and they're like Jeff there's an emergency you need to go on right away we need you and he's like fuck yes give me that fucking mic I'm gonna bring the fucking house down Jeff Kaplan is back in his stadium he pulled this his is- jacket on over the wrestling singlet yep he's like fuck everybody in my house this is my house I'm gonna fuck everyone fuck it was Awesome. Everyone, he just fucking runs out and he's like, "What the fuck is up, <laughs> BlizzCon motherfuckers?" And then he fucking like, and everybody's like, ah, "Oh my god!" Man. <laughs> and he's like, "It's gonna be this BlizzCon 2018." <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> yeah, and then he like he like grabs somebody off stage, fucking beats them to death, and he's like, "This is what you bitches want." And everyone's like. Ah. <laughs> He's like, yes, get some fucking caplet. <laughs> so, um, you know, that was I really enjoyed that. That was great. You know, I heard they were considering putting him in charge of Blizzard, but you know, when they approached him about it, he was in his office practicing wrestling moves, and then they didn't want to interrupt him or talk to him about it. So, you know, they had to move on to the next. That's how option. you fucking die. Yeah, you know, you nobody wants that. You don't sneak up on Jeff Kaplan and you get killed. Yeah, you can't promote anybody if you're dead. Exactly. So, um, I wrote down a quote from J. Allen Brack, Jab. El Presidente. Because I also was tearing up during that part. President Dad. Yeah. And President Dad turned to Mike Morheim and said, thank you for all you've done. We wouldn't be here without you. (sighs) Could you imagine, like, walking out and looking at all these people who are there because of you and, like, just marveling at like all of the things that exist and all of the things that have been set into motion in the world because of you yeah that's like, fucking that's awesome fucked up dude and like i am so happy that mike morheim and his family can just like chill now you know spend some of that hard-earned money fucking just have the best life you yeah. know just fucking chill because like adopt us mike yeah whatever i actually i got to drive past um the street that led to mike morheim's house okay somebody somebody pointed that out to me on the way by and it he lives in a really nice neighborhood i bet fuck um irvine as a as a whole is pretty freaking nice to begin with yeah like this year i i actually got to explore a little bit and that that hasn't really happened before i spent a few days uh I spent a few days in Anaheim, and then I moved over to a hotel in Irvine for the last couple of days. And I got to see the Spectrum. I got to. I was at Blizz HQ for like 15 minutes, randomly. Um, and then uh, I got to go over to Burbank to see the Blizz Arena, and nice. I got a tour, all the backstage stuff. Okay, the backstage behind. Okay, backstage. Okay, let me just. Okay, so the Blizz <laughs> Arena is the old Johnny Carson Arena, and where they used to shoot Jay Leno. So when you go awesome. behind the scenes, there's like, it's, it's like, a, it's still a television studio. Like you see, they've got studio four and five and there's these big murals of Johnny Carson and Jay Leno. And it's so cool. But then you walk down further to different studios. Like you just, like you're standing at studio five where they, they shoot Overwatch league. Then you look down the hall and you see all these like props of like sets from fucking Days of Our Lives. Crazy. they're fucking shooting Days of Our Lives <laughs> down the thing. <laughs> what, next to Blizzard Esports? Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. That's like, amazing. And, it, and, like, I walked over and, I like, I was touching the sets and there's just, like, 
like a wall of flowers coming out of it and stuff. And then there was one of those like pylons with the rotating red lights that said on air. So you had to be quiet. It was so fucking cool. And I got to see all the tech. I got to see the cool like special rooms, you know, like the sky boxes and stuff. Um, when I was there, the stage was still set up for AWC stuff, so it was all World of Warcraft themed, which is nice. sweet. Um, and then the parking lot behind the Blizz Arena is where uh, that whole, like, I'm not going to say his name, but the President of the United States was when he said that thing that everybody always quotes. Oh, Christ. The bad thing. Yeah. Yeah, that happened there. They grab him in the... Yeah, yeah, that happened there. Isn't oh that crazy? God. That's nuts. That's so fucking weird. But yeah, so there's just like, there's so much history and like, and like you stand there and like, not only are you appreciating it because like so many amazing things have happened within Blizzard and and, and Blizzard Esports and Overwatch League and everything, but also just like thinking about all of like the legends that have been through there, like the fucking Beatles and shit, man. The history. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Like a lot of shit has gone down at that studio, at that arena. And it's just, and I'm so glad that, that Blizz is now a part of that. And uh, anyway, so that I got to do so many cool things. Like I, I'm so lucky, and I got a little backstage tour at BlizzCon as well. I got to go behind the scenes and see where all the the esport players get to chill out and, nice. and practice during the day. And uh, I got to see like all of the tech and all of the people. Did you like stop and like pick up one of their jerseys and like? No, smell I it. And you're, like, I kept this my is hands what, in my winners smell no, like. I kept my hands in my pocket because <laughs> I was trying to be good. Um, and I was good, and I got to go upstairs and like see all of the the people working tirelessly on all the tech that was on the floor, and just like you know these these poor Blizzard employees sitting in these rooms with no windows, you know, just monitoring things and making sure everything's going okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's like there was I, I saw was like why are those poor people stuck in rooms with no windows? Well, they're they're working, you <laughs> yeah, know, okay. like they're working. You. So like this, despite not having a media pass, like I got to do a lot of really cool stuff, and I got to see a lot of really important people to me like uh and i got to do i, I was a part of uh world of podcasts um i got to be on a panel with a lot of really amazing uh podcasters and uh and pat <laughs> and i got to MC some stuff and i got to give out some prizes and then i had my uh meet and greet at come before the storm which was absolutely insane yeah, such a cool experience. Really, really cool. Um, thank you to everybody who came out. Um, it's so good to meet you guys. Thank you to everybody who came up to me. I know that's not easy. I I really don't like approaching people I don't really know, but so many of you gathered the courage to come over and say hi. And honestly, and I know this is kind of cliched, but like the best part of BlizzCon for me was meeting you guys in person. So thank you for doing that. I really appreciated it. And um, Just give out some button. Give out some buttons. I gave out so many buttons. Nice. I hardly had any left, and I was so happy about that. That's great. Yeah, and uh, my favorite furry was there. Telephone. Nice. She was there. Uh, she only speaks and squeaks. So I, you know, I was like, hey, I, you know, I, I'm a big fan, and she's like squeak, and I'm like, eh. does she speak and squeaks like like the Hammond voice actor? Kinda. Because I saw that from the voice actor panel, and that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Happened? That's awesome that she was there. Totally, I didn't expect that. And uh, what else? A funny side piece of trivia about your stop in at the Irvine Spectrum, the movie theater there. I don't know if you stopped in there. I did actually. But that, I used to work at that movie theater. Really? Yes. During college, I was a ticket taker at the Irvine Spectrum movie theater. Whoa! It was big pimping. Just imagine if you had stayed there. Yeah. 
I wonder if you'd work at Blizzard now. Definitely. Yeah, probably. I would at least be a a more um, attractive applicant <laughs> for being local. <laughs> but yeah, just seeing just seeing everybody I know from Twitter and from Discord and stuff, and all of I saw almost all of my favorite Blizzard employees, loads of podcasters, content creators, and it was just it was really special and hanging out at the parties afterwards. Um, the parties didn't go as long as they usually do. They oh yeah, were, like kicking us out at like two, which really sucked. 2 a.m.? Yeah. Um, so I don't know what the hell that was up. That's quite the adjustment for you. By Eastern times, that's 5 a.m. Yeah. But I was nice. re- I was ready to party. Like, I only party at BlizzCon. I was ready to party. Yeah. I only party at BlizzCon. That's it. No Fair other enough. No other parties. So, yeah. That's, that's fine. Whatever. That's fine. That damn hotel rules. That's fine. Whatever. But I got to see a lot of panels. I got to see some panels with Taryn, um, which I made a point to see especially of course awesome and, uh the wow q a because um i knew roe was going to be the first one to ask a question and you know awesome we love roe around here um then fucking chris metzen popped out of nowhere that was amazing hell yeah uh i literally stood on my chair when he came out of the woodwork like i i was just shitting myself not literally but i could have standing probably. on the chair shitting yourself yeah for all to see yeah i don't give shit <laughs> i mean i would I would be shitting, but I wouldn't give a shit about, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that was really special, really, really special. Like, I, I'm so glad that I was in the same hall when that went down, because that was insane. It was cool to see Method Orange versus Method Black. It was cool to watch the MDI, of course. Um, I got some really good seats for that. I got to watch my XL's Angels play. Um, I got to see China roll Canada. Unexpected. Yeah. And I, I got to spend a lot of quality time with my raid team, which was really important to me as well. Um, yeah, at, when all when all was said and done, um, I got to see some great esports. I got to see all the panels that I wanted to, more or less. And at the end, I wanted to go and watch the uh, closing ceremonies because, you know, it's I feel... Yeah. That's like the, the bookend, you know, like that's when... The official ending. That's the official ending. And uh, so I went and, and sat in the main stage area to witness this and pat was with me for a little bit but he's like you know what I'm, I, I don't care so i'm gonna leave and i'm like i that's fine i'll just sit here by myself so i was sitting by myself and uh you know waiting for maybe mike to come back out maybe el presidente i don't know what i don't care i just i just want somebody to come out and say i hope you had a great blizzcon see you next year blah, blah, right. blah. So I sat there, and, and nobody was on stage. It was just the screen uh, was showing me the all-access pass uh, virtual ticket dudes talking about their experience at BlizzCon, which was nice, and I'm just watching it. It's all great, whatever. And then um, that stopped playing, and then uh, I heard a woo-woo, you know, like a train sound. Oh, no. And uh, fucking fucking train just just pops right out just right on stage right in front of my eyes they made the train sound from wow no it was like an actual real train sound <laughs> just just in case anyone was was confused about train it was really that that's how they announced themselves i guess oh, ladies and gentlemen it's train <laughs> oh my god um, I would never have expected. <laughs> I know, and just like if you guys, if you like train, if you guys like train, that's fine. I'm not a fan, but you know, if you are, that's great. I hope you enjoyed the concert. Um, but I GTFO'd, like I noped the fuck out. Like I, I got up, 
and I like I'm walking away and there's they're starting their song and they're singing shit and I'm just like I'm looking over my shoulder and this fucking train is still behind me and I'm like fuck so I'm like I'm walking out and like this, running from the train yes and like these are like my last BlizzCon moments for the entire year and I'm I'm looking at all the, the stage the screens and there's fucking and like the train is blaring throughout the entire fucking convention center and I'm just like all right uh 2018 BlizzCon in the books. Like, that's fucking train. Like, fucking... God, fuck, train! I don't complain about much when it comes to Blizzard. You guys know I'm a huge fan. I try not to be too negative. But that was a fucking terrible choice. What the fuck? Train? Seriously? It wasn't the only choice. And a lot of people did enjoy it. No, I get that. They they definitely made more than one choice because it was such a bad choice. <laughs> you don't stack the deck when you've got one solid choice. You stack the deck to dilute the bad choices you're making. <laughs> I guess. So look, I love you, Blizzard. You know I love you. But uh, if you need some consultation for next year, I'm available, is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> then again, to be fair, not an easy choice. No. How the hell do you appeal to this crowd? But anyway. It's just so diverse. They, sp- they split it, right? Like, train started at one time, and then, like, I the other idea. acts, I think, I started. Off. I took off. I think they, I think they uh, staggered the start times of the, of the different musical acts, actually. Cool. So it makes sense that they were kind of blaring from everywhere. Yeah. What did you do then? When you, when you, were, when you left that main stage, did you go to any of the demos? Did you just after, leave at that point? Or? Yeah, after that, I went back to the house, and um, I changed out of my convention wear into a really ridiculous dress and shoes and came back and hung out at the Marriott. But wait, so wait, before you get to the Marriott, did you try any of the demos? Well, not at that point. I tried them earlier. No, that's what I mean. Just at all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried as many as I could. Um, but mostly I just played regular WoW. Um, we did the uh, the Mythic Dungeon Challenge. Sweet. You just, like, log into regular WoW, and you'd have, like, uh, like an endgame character, and you'd have to set up your Azurai traits and your spell bar and, and everything, and go in and do a plus five dungeon with four other people. Crazy. And you had to complete the dungeon in time and also complete the whole thing in an hour or less. And if you completed the whole thing in an hour or less, you get a poster. And we completed it in an hour or less. Nice. That's right. That was tough. And there was no comms. So we had to like yell oh, at no. each other. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty, it was, a, it was a challenge, you know, like doing a plus five is easy, whatever. But like, you know, just, and I set up my bars wrong and like, I don't know where all my spells are by heart, you know, it's just, yeah, it's it's muscle just where they now. are. So. As I'm going through the dungeon, like, I'm pressing things that aren't the right things. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, so this fucking, I gotta put it over here and fuck, and I didn't put that on my bar, fuck, you know. It's funny how one thing being off on your bars will just totally fuck you. Yeah, because it not only <laughs> fucked my rotation, but it fucked up, like, my my brain as a whole. I'm just, oh, yeah. like, I'm forgetting how to move, I'm forgetting mechanics, like, I'm just, like, every one thing is off, and so everything is off. Right, especially since spells interact with each other. Yeah. You need this dot on something before it so that it hits harder with this other spell or whatever and exactly yeah that's crazy that's cool did you do that with the raid team or the other four people from our raid yes. team awesome yeah, it was pretty sweet very awesome um, but yeah and then i don't know the overall it was it was a great blizzcon um it wasn't the best blizzcon i've been to but i don't have any complaints you know how was the dj at the hilton is what i really want to know how do you think he was horrible yeah Okay. All right. Well, as uh, you know, in keeping with tradition, <laughs> there's a certain there's a certain worth to the badness of the Hilton DJ. <laughs> Is there? 
But overall, you know, I fucking love going to BlizzCon. I hope everybody who didn't get to go this year, like you, gets to go next year. And I hope that next year is even bigger and better than ever. I hope that we, Lagging Balls, um, can figure out something to do with you guys next year. Something big and exciting, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Or small and exciting. Because it's not about size. It's not the size that counts. No. It's how you use it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So, well, yeah. I'm so glad that you got to meet people um, from that listen to the show and are fans of the show. Um, you guys are everything. You guys are the whole reason we're here. Blizzard was the reason we were here originally. You guys are the reason we're here now. And so, you know, thank you guys all so much for being here. We talked about, Fist talked about how Mike Morheim created something along with the rest of those guys who co-founded the place that led to all these things. We wouldn't be here without Mike Morheim. One more shout out to Mike Morheim because... Fucking thank you so much, God, man. We love you, Mike. But yeah, that's why we're here, and and uh, you know, glad to be doing it. And and another BlizzCon in the books, huh? Yep. You know, like that's it. That's it. We, you did it. Um, it's done. Uh, more more memories made as usual. Um, if you didn't make it this year, here's hoping that you can. I'm hoping to make it next year as well. Let's all get together then. We'll get together then. Yeah, and uh, uh, just quickly, um. I want to acknowledge um, World of Warcraft's 14-year anniversary going on right yes. now. Yes. Get in game. Get your uh, get your achievement on. I want to acknowledge uh, Ash being in um, Overwatch now. Yes. She's really fun. High skill cap. Don't think I'm going to main her, but I think she's really cool regardless. I'm getting headshot a lot lately. Feels bad, man. <laughs> I want to acknowledge Diablo. If you want my thoughts on that, uh, check out uh, the last episode of... Um, Battle.net News, I remain confused as to why people are really upset with Diablo. Um, but that's a whole separate thing that we can get into some other time. And I'm just kind of glossing over the news because this is really long and we've been neglecting um, listener feedback mm-hmm. and question of the week right. for like a, a month now. Yes. So I really want to get that in because I love you guys and we're, we're trying to get back to normal here. Yes, and if you want to hear my thoughts on the um, Diablo Mortal stuff, listen to Jack and Ed's uh, Slacker Studio, the episode I was on, and also uh, Rose Realm Maintenance. So either either one of those is going to have some feedback from my end on that about the challenges from Blizzard end, Blizzard's end in terms of making that stuff happen and um, how to manage fan expectations. That's right. And so let's move into question of the week. Let's do it. We asked, you answered. Here's our question of the week. Okay, a hundred years ago, we asked you, what thing in WoW makes you happy? That's a good question. It really is, because can, there can be so many answers. Uh, Freakazord says, right now, getting back into it after being away for six years and playing the content I haven't seen. Also, a new race in class. Nice. Not Rob says two words, grappling hooks. Thank you, can cook, I got a grappling hook. What Sorry. is that from? It's from uh, the song about uh, Boba Fett by MC Chris. Nice. Definitely recommend Capo says, one word, friends. I've played the game with hundreds of people in many guilds across about a dozen realms spanning both factions since February 2005. In that time, I have forged genuine friendships with dozens of people that continue in-game, and quite a few cases outside of the game, long after those folks moved away from the World of Warcraft. While I have pretty strong dislike for many aspects of how the in-game community has evolved and the way people treat one another at times, it will never taint the memories of the happy adventures, serious conversations, and some damn funny trolling that I've shared with the friends that I've made as a result of playing this game. Oh, I love it. What a good answer. Yeah. 
Rockin' Donkey says, Rockin' Donkey. My guildies. I recently joined a few guilds, and each one has folks that are just great to chat with as I'm doing stuff. And it makes me happy when I toss a 30-slot bag in the guild bank, and it's gone the next day because I know someone is getting utility from it. Oh, that's sweet. That's really nice. I love that. What a bro. Shout out to all the bros who throw things into the guild banks. useful things. Across the world. Across the world of of Warcraft. Yeah. You're Um, the real MVP. Frasley says, that level up sound, there's just nothing like it. A sense of satisfaction. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wish that would play every time I, like, concluded. (laughs) Whoosh. (laughs) You're like, oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) Nothing like it. Alice says, the music in Grizzly Hills, particularly when it fully ramps up, it's so beautiful. Oh, I'm right there with you. That is the best. Oh, I love it. Another thing you can listen to while you're concluding. (laughs) Venaro says, The one thing I love about WoW is that there's not one thing to do. I can play the game my way, in the manner in which I see fit, and I can enjoy it any way I'd like to. I don't have to PvP or pet battle or raid if I don't want to. Personally, I enjoy storylines and dungeons most, and will raid if I feel I'm suited for it. But I never PvP or pet battle or work professions, and that's okay. I guess what I'm trying to say is that the thing that makes me happiest in WoW is that it follows no set form, which always evolves. I can't wait for the release of the 16th expansion. The rumor is it will release in September 2034. I hear it's going to be epic. (laughs) (laughs) Necro says, killing gnomes. Hey, me too. (laughs) Close Teen says... I am loving the story. It's been so fun getting to explore the new areas and also step back into old areas now that we are back in Azeroth. I am so intrigued by the stories. I even started an alliance too and to see the other side of the coin. I think the devs have got, done a great job of putting an awesome expansion together. Nice, nice. I don't agree with all of that. Yeah. Mostly the part about when he said he started an alliance too. You know, I didn't hear that part. I, uh, I choose not to hear that. Okay, fair enough. Spanky Hunter says, whether I'm playing six hours a day or once every few weeks, there's always something to do. WoW has given me 12 years of joy, found some amazing friends, and the love of my life just can't beat that. Oh, you really can't. Uh, Gatorade says, the lore can be hard to follow sometimes, but it's almost like a never-ending story. Never-ending story. <laughs> we'll do another take on that when you're not sick. <laughs> Okay, I have a problem with that song, and let me just tell you what that is, now that my fever is starting okay. to get a little bit worse. What is your problem with the, the story, the song, okay. the never-ending story? That song's great. By the Lim video Doll. is fucking weird. <laughs> but that's not what, that's Videos. not, that's not. You guys need to look at the video, yeah. it's fucking horrible. But that's not the problem. The problem is, the lyrics go, the answer to a never-ending story. That's not proper. Like, it's, it's implying that the never-ending story has an ending, but it's also implying that the never-ending story is a question. It is not a question. It is a story. Neither a question, nor does it end. on the pages (laughs) is the answer to a never-ending story. (laughs) You know? Guys, she has has perfect pitch, so... Fucking yeah, I do. But I've got strep throat, so fuck me. I know Claustine is listening to this at this point and cringing hard. But I'm just saying, like, it it bothers me. It's not proper. It it should have been, like, written on the pages as another chapter in the... There you go. Something like like that. Something... There are options. There's so many options. But every time... The one piece they half-assed. Well, okay. That in the video. I just... No, the video's great. Leave it alone. The video's fucking horrible. 
But I just, I listen to that song like all the time and I just really bothers me. Anyway. <laughs> we should mention there's two versions of the video. There's the video with, with movie footage, I'm pretty sure. And then there's a version of just Limdahl and the other guy. Limol? Limdahl? Whatever his name is. And the other chick just singing in front of like this mural and with some fog hands. machine and there's, having hand sex. They've got that like snow that's actually probably soap and it like gets in your eyes and it makes everything. Yeah, they're like goes. dropping it on the sink. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> none of this matters. Okay. But it does matter. It's also. very important. Yeah. Uh, Koss says, my amazing friends in game and the sound of night elves dying. Yes, that's good. Night that's elves? Good night elves. Night elves. Solified says, uh, when I run across the other faction while out in the world, I target them. They target me. We are not in group. There's a slight pause. Are you going to run? And they do not. We engage in battle using the world around us to find any advantage. Even if I am unsuccessful in killing my rival, I am glad for the fair fight and the practice in order not to fail next time. Nice. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that feels good. That's good shit. That's good shit. And shout out to Solified, who stood behind me for like 40 minutes, fully dressed up like a knight, like the Red Knight with his his horde regalia, stood behind me during my meet and greet, protecting me. That's awesome. Like he Flanked he, by a knight. Yeah. Because like, I had some pretty amazing like people on my left and right with really amazing things on their table and, it, and like me in the middle with just like my dumb fucking buttons and shit. <laughs> But I had Solified for like 40 minutes, like standing there at attention, holding his giant sword, hell looking yeah. fucking bitching as hell. That's awesome. And I just thank you, Solified. I really appreciate it. Next year, we're going to dress him as an orc, just so it's absolutely <laughs> clear. Also, tell them about the person who thought you made buttons. Yeah, somebody came up to me uh, uh, at the meet and greet, and they're like, oh, do you, do you make buttons on stream? Do you make buttons for a living? And I'm like... No, 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 no. Especially when the buttons are this shitty. Yeah, not these, no. No, no, no. That was cute, though. That is really cute. Yeah. Okay, uh, Blacklist Furby says, What makes me happy about WoW is they keep on making what we all wish, or what we all wish we could when we were kids. They build worlds and stories and we get to live in them. Yeah, the entitled world we live in, bitch and moan about too much or too little. But it's not what I fucking want. Well, boo fucking who? We grew up with Mario, you got what you got, and you fucking liked it or you didn't play. No, the the damn sun keeps killing me, make it slower shit that we see now. WoW has built a story 14 years and running on a story that is even older. We get to live and play in one of the greatest stories of our generation. And I, for one, love each and every moment, the good and not so great. That's actually a really, really, really good point that I never thought of. It really is. Like, back damn in kids. the day, <laughs> we would just get what we got, you know? Yeah. And if you couldn't do a fucking level... You would just have to fucking figure it out or yep. not do it and not progress and throw the game across the room and cry. Oh, yeah. I had old, like, Nintendo games and whatever that, like, I had never got past a certain level and that was it. That was the entirety of the game experience yep, for me. same here. And, like, I still have the scars from that. Like, I'll think about that game and be like, I can't do that. I can't do that game. I literally do. On, on my back, I have tattooed all the games that I've played and how far I got <laughs> in each. My, my progression level. Wow. Tattooed into my back. That's, uh... Impressive, <laughs> unnecessary, but yeah. But now, like, we're playing this amazing game, and if something's too hard, we just complain enough, and they nerf it. <laughs> God damn, what an age we live in. <laughs> Gavin says the thing about WoW that makes me happy is the escapism from our own reality. Azeroth is a vibrant world where you can experience things you would only dream of IRL, such as walking with dinosaurs, flying on dragons, wielding incredible spells and weapons, but most of all, amongst the vast vistas and bustling cities, it's the communities like this one that make WoW a special place. Humanity could learn a thing or two from Thrall, Bane, and even the Little Lion. 
In such politically charged times, it's nice to find a place away from it all. Nice. That well is put. so fucking true. Skoon says, Warcraft came at me, came at a time that I needed it most. I left boarding school, imagine a non-magical Hogwarts filled with chavs and teenage ang- <laughs> angst, and was about to be thrown into the open world after that summer. Warcraft was an entirely different world, and the scope and scale of it was totally unknown to me. What made me happy was how it appealed to a mass audience and how far its escapism reached, especially when I needed it. RuneScape at the time was mostly dudes of my age trying to outswindle and belittle others for their shit woodcutting skill, <laughs> meaning... Meeting a level 70 orc warrior and being shown the ropes outside the Undercity on my warlock to then read, hang on a second, granddaughter just woke up, was insane. From young to old, celebrity to loner with a boner, all are included in this incredible game. And knowing I can interact with just about anyone in this thing is humbling both as a player and as a person. Inclusion, escapism, scale, scope. Wow. Well put, Jack. Definitely well put. Wow. Um, Corey says, I love WoW because it is a place where I can go to get away from the real world. It's a great escape from work and all the political drama. I don't have much time to play because of work, but I love finding good pug groups and downing bosses and just having an amazing time learning new content in general. I love leveling my alts and trying for new mounts and titles. I just got my girlfriend to start playing this week and I'm super excited. She bought the six months of game time because she wanted a boat. That's (laughs) awesome. (laughs) That also means she's going to be playing for a while. That's spectacular. Dark Sting says, well, let's do this. My love for the game has been going on since vanilla. A little backstory. I promise I have a point. But I totally, but it totally took a turning point when my guild that I'd had since BC broke up, Cata hit, and I wasn't feeling a lot of motivation to keep playing. At this time, I was introduced to this wee podcast called The Instance. Let's just say I was hooked. So I joined AIE. This is why when I embraced WoW again, and playing became something new and amazing. Since then, I've been introduced to so many facets of communities, like frog pants and, of course, lagging balls. So it makes me happy about playing Warcraft, one word, community. And and stabbing gnomes, hark! Stabbing gnomes, hark! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I agree with that. I love all these like podcast communities. Absolutely, all the things that communities are built around in this game—it's just great. It really sets it apart. Absolutely. Dark Iris says, story, exploration, the art of world design, elves, magic, culture, a place to call home. Warcraft enriches my life. Well put. Oh. Allie says, WoW makes me happy. That sums it up. I could sit here and list so many things. Dungeons, stories, cinematics, music, art. But then I think about other things too, such as murlocs. Long jumps that make me say wee because they're so much fun. Pets, mounts, pop culture references. So many things that make me feel epic or make me laugh. On top of all of this, it's the friends. Those I've made, those I'm making, those that I will make. They mean the world to me. I could make the list keep going, but that would be your whole show. Aww. God, this is make I this this is a good question. This is a really good question. You should ask this more often. Like this is this is wholesome as fuck. Let's extend this. If you didn't get a chance to answer this because we had such a long time, feel free to answer this again, and we'll we'll look for uh, room for it on the next show as fuck well. Yeah. Mandragorn says it gave me a place to keep in touch with friends as I got stationed all over the world and also make new ones. I just spent two weeks in Tennessee helping a buddy I met in Vanilla remodel his house, save my bacon financially, and I got to see some country I hadn't seen yet. Never would have met him if not for WoW. That's so cool. It's so cool. I love that. Maybe our next question should be about, like, friends you've made. Well, I feel like we've already asked that. Yeah, but still. PJ says, I know I'm probably late, but I've been so busy with work I didn't have time to respond yet. WoW makes me happy because it gives me a place to escape the stress of real life. I log in, slip those headphones on, and I'm an orc warrior now, no longer burdened by bills or work or any other stress. Just get those few hours of fantasy. I, it also helped me get through my parents' divorce when I was a kiddo. Also, funny story, my dad met my stepmom, who's like my birth mom to me, in WoW. They raided in the same guild and everything. It was really something special. God, that is so cool. That's awesome. Man, I love this. 
Plaggy Boy says, I usually give a rather inappropriate answer to the question of the week for to lulls, but I'm going to take this one seriously. What makes me happy about WoW is 100% the people I get to play with. I consider myself beyond lucky to have made the friends I've made and to raid with my team within the CTR guild. Not to mention the horde tunes I have in bots. The fact that a game, a fucking game, can bring that many people together absolutely astounds me. I give Blizzard 10 less than 3s out of 10 for facilitating that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Good answer. Yeah, it really is. Tentacle Time Eternal Last said, For a wholesome answer, I can't say on my own experience because I only played for one day during the BC expansion. Blood Elf Pally going to give you the good touch while slapping you around. (laughs) But what I will say is I enjoyed watching my three older brothers have another bonding experience as they teamed up and did things together. One played an undead rogue and a druid. Another played a hunter. And then one, I think, played warlock. They played both Horde and Alliance, but Horde was the fun faction and still is. But Warcraft has been in our family since Warcraft 1 RTS. So I guess my answer is the memories it created of just another thing for my brothers to do and bond in. Wow, and like that's like a valid, like gorgeous answer from somebody who doesn't even play. That's awesome. <sighs> this does my heart good, you guys. This is the kind of shit I love to hear. Like, we wouldn't we wouldn't not be doing this podcast if we weren't passionate about World of Warcraft. We wouldn't know all you guys if we weren't passionate about it. We wouldn't still be playing. Like, I wouldn't still be playing after 14 years if I wasn't super passionate about it. And oh, I, were you Were you in Vanilla? Yeah, I was actually playing. I was Vanilla player, you know? Oh, okay. From back in the beginning. You know? Oh, wow. You know? Yeah. It was like 14 like years. Back in the beginning of it all. Well, yeah. That's most From of the start. life, you know? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's so much more than a game. And we all know that. And I love to hear how you guys feel about it. So, that was... Amazing answers, guys. Thank you so much. Again, if you would like to answer this question, answer it in our Discord or send us an email at laggingballs at gmail.com. The next question of the week is thus. What was your favorite BlizzCon moment? It can be an announcement, something that happened, something that happened to you while you were there, something that happened while you were watching the virtual ticket. Just whatever. What's your favorite BlizzCon moment from this year? Awesome. Um, And you can answer that in our Discord again or at laggingballs at gmail.com. Now, let's move on over to listener feedback. Listener feedback time. Because the more you write, the less we have to. Thanks. Okay, we have an email, and it goes like this. Hi, guys. I was hoping that you could help me out with a bit of advice. I'm part of a Facebook group called Geek Asylum, a place for all things geek. We have two official guilds called Geek Asylum, one for the Horde on Draenor EU, and one for the Alliance on Silvermoon EU. The problem we have is that most of the current members are all Horde players, and our Alliance guild is always quite dead. You guys have successfully grown your guild to the point that you needed a second one to allow more people in. I was wondering if you had any advice in recruiting new members and making the guild a bit more successful. I'd like to get people from all over to come join us and have fun. We're a social guild above all else. I just don't know where to start. Any advice you could give would be great. Also, please feel free to read this out on your show if you think it would help others. Hey, well, step one, right into a show so they can do some of that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> for you. Yeah, please. Here's a little in. promotional plug. Yeah, Geek Asylum, Horde Drainer EU, and Alliance Silvermoon EU. Um, it's This is a little difficult to answer because we don't want to help your Alliance Guild. <laughs> but we do want to help you. And if that's your problem, then we'll do our best. Um, basically, you know, use the internet. You've got all of that internet, good internet goodness at your disposal advertise everywhere there's a subreddit for it there's forums on the on the wow forums um you can post your information you can use 
um, Facebook like you've been doing. You can use Twitter. The WoW community on Twitter is huge. Um, you can look at Discord channels and, you know, promote yourself there. You can promote yourself in trade chat. Um, and once you've done all that promoting, uh, you know, you'll start seeing people join. Um, try to, you know, advertise something that not other a lot of our, not a lot of other guilds have. Like maybe you've got a lot of people who are a bit older or a lot of people who are a bit younger or maybe you don't mind swears. You know, people, some people like a place where they can just like go and be themselves. Yeah. Maybe you've got like a certain niche. I've seen guilds who advertise, uh, you know, helping people through mental illness and stuff like that. Like a place where people can go and, and sort of work through their problems together as well as playing WoW. You can advertise specific things like, you know, your raid team or um, all of your bank tabs are open or, you know, like free repairs, things like that. Um, and then, you know, once you've got all that advertised, I think the most important thing to do is make sure that your guild is as active in chat as often as possible. And that's really hard to do. But if you have some good officers, you know, just ask them to facilitate some chat, like ask some questions, you know, get some chat going. Because if somebody joins your guild and sees that it is active and funny and people are friendly in chat, they're going to want to stick around, you know, because it's, it's nice. And, uh, you know, try to get some things going. Just, you know, like if, if a lot of people seem to be free on a Monday night... Why not do some dungeon runs, run some keys, and then advertise that? Just be like, hey, we, we run keys on Wednesdays. We've got lots of tanks and heals for DPS, stuff like that. Yeah, like whatever whatever differentiators you can think of. Don't under- underestimate the forums. One of our current raid team members from just a few months ago found us from an old, old, old forum post we put up couple of years ago back in um, like what so do not dis- do not disregard the power yeah. <laughs> of the forum post on the official forums also in in addition to um um this reddit comment the main wow subreddit once a week does a guild recruitment thread so look for that post in there and you know people are always looking for eu servers and eu groups so you know definitely you know there's there's a niche for that because there are people who want to play in that in that server realm time zone so that's that's good you've got a leg up on that it also might be a challenge because uh, you know a lot of like the listeners for this show, a lot of the uh, of them are, are U.S. based, not all of them. Um, but there's a big um, European contingent, so if anybody out there is looking for a European place to go, this is a good place to go. And then um, I would suggest that you get your officers or anybody else who's involved in management of the guild um, to each go out and do one thing per week to help promote it. Good idea. Just a nice, easy, like a, hey, everybody, you know, let's meet back at this time next week, and everybody tell us one thing that you've done to help promote the guild so we can try and get more people in here and that's it and then then, you know try to keep your guild going for what eight years yeah it'll fill out eventually yeah (laughs) that's what we did yeah um but yeah so start a podcast (laughs) good luck to you um you know let drop us a line let us know how it's going and uh yeah thanks for writing in yeah our other piece of feedback is actually an update on an older story. So if you guys remember, our good friend Oxvale uh, is a teacher, and she wanted to give us an update on her student um, who played WoW. A lot of you know this story pretty well. Um, this is the next chapter in it, so we'll give you um, a quick overview of what she wrote into us. Hello there, you two. I want to start off by saying I have an update on my student from last year. Uh, this is a friendly communication since I promised to let you know when uh, developments occurred. So a week ago, it, it dawned on me that it was about a year ago to the day that I sent an email sharing about my student, a small part of his story, and our shared love of Blizzard. I thought it was appropriate to try and get in touch and see how he fared this last year. 
In February 2018, he was withdrawn from my class and placed in another English class. This is because we had a schedule change and I had no other class periods for him to move to. I was at capacity in all other periods. Luckily, he was placed in with a friend of mine who far surpasses my intellectual ability and he was in the best of hands with her. I would ask him about I would ask about him often and would hear how he was doing hear that he was doing well and how he seemed to be adjusting to the new kids around him. Ashamed to admit this, but a few weeks passed before I asked him about him again, and when I finally did, I was told that he withdrew from the school because he was moving. I felt awful. I didn't get a chance to say goodbye or exchange a contact avenue, and I thought I'd never hear from him again. He was sent to intern this year at the EA office a few miles outside of Orlando. Yes. That's pretty cool. I was so excited for him to get a taste of the life I still dream of having. He was going to be a quality assurance assistant, basically a tester. Ugh, jealous. Yeah. But his aunt, with whom he lived after his mother passed when he was younger, had a change of job locations and had to move to Columbus, Ohio. When I heard about this, my heart broke for him since it meant he was leaving behind an amazing opportunity. Later that school year, around March or April, he came up in conversation again, and I ended up sharing his story with my friend, his most recent English teacher, from before he left our school, and she cried. She said she thought he was too old for his age, but I couldn't figure, but couldn't figure it out. I then showed her his Google slide presentation that was still on my online course at the time. She learned everything that I had about him and couldn't contain her emotions. Our waitress at Chili's was confused, I'm sure. No, not Chili's. <laughs> Welcome to Chili's. I wondered out loud if he'd be okay. He had a good relationship with his aunt, but his cousins were another story. Given his past, his early middle school and teenage years had him in a lots of trouble, apparently. His cousins resented him and even went so far as to make him feel unwelcome in the home. So he, so, so the thought of him in a new state so far from familiarity and comfort had me nervous for him. Something about him stuck with us. So I decided to reach out to his aunt last week. I had an old email of hers buried deep in my inbox at work. I asked her to let him know that his teachers were wondering how he was doing and wondering and looking forward to an update. She finally got back to me Monday. Turns out he graduated high school last summer in Columbus a year early. He decided to go into the workforce before going to college to save money. Luckily, his aunt, like most of the families in the district of my current high school, come from more lucrative means, so paying for college wasn't a concern of hers. However, knowing him, he wants to make his own way. He's been accepted and committed to Ohio State for the fall of 2019. Congratulations, buddy. Wow. I think I'm remembering that correctly. And plans to major in computer science. He wants to go. He wants to continue working with gaming and has begun to make his own games with his friend with whom he has a few classes. Wow. That's pretty cool. I'm hoping I will hear from him personally soon. So far, that's all I got from his aunt. I want to research some good places for him to look for jobs and internships, but I don't have that much access or knowledge about the Midwest. I hope he goes west, though. At any rate, I'm so sorry this is so long, but I wanted to give an update, and I haven't had Discord for a long time, so I've regrettably been out of touch with my groups on there. I hope all is well, and you guys are doing fantastically. You two hold a special place in my heart. Shout out to you, Oxvale. Thank you so much for the update. Really, yes. really appreciate you letting us know what's going on with this student. Um, this student's story has uh, had a pretty profound impact on a lot of you guys in the community. So many of you wrote back into us about this in particular. A lot of you offered uh, things to give to this kid. Yeah. Um, like virtual ticket codes and, and game time and all that. Um, and it's awesome. Yeah, it really struck a chord with you guys. And, and thank you, Oxville, for the update. Um, that means a lot to us. And we're so glad that, you know, despite everything, like he's on the right fucking track to be a yes. game dev. Yes. No problem. Um, he's, you know, he's starting early. Like he's going into, he's, he's going down the right avenues. He's already like creating stuff, which is also really, really important with Hell the portfolio yeah. and stuff like that. I wish that I had that kind of direction when I was his age. Holy shit. And supportive teachers like Ox. Exactly. So thank you so much for that. Um, if he's in Columbus, Ohio, he should check out the MLG studio. Cause that's where that is. Yes. If you're listening, student, um, MLG Studio, Columbus, Ohio, check it out. I'm right sure into you, us. Yeah. If you're listening, right into us. I'm sure you already know. But um, 
Yeah. Um, so, holy shit. Like, I'm just, I'm so relieved to hear that everything's going well now. And uh, I just, I hope that this isn't the last update. I hope that we continue to hear about this guy. And I hope that he becomes seriously successful. And, and wouldn't it be amazing if he got a job at Blizz and then we could bring him on the show? Or yeah, like that'd that. be awesome. That'd be so cool. But way to turn it around, buddy. If you're out there, if you're listening still, way to turn it around. We're proud of you. Keep up the fucking work, bro. You're killing it. Hell yeah. Ox, thanks for the update. And for everybody else, thanks for all the feedback. Totally. Um, and thank you to some new patrons. Indeed. Holy shit. What? We've got new patrons. Mike G, slayer of stupid, incompetent, and disappointing minions. <laughs> Calvin M, maker of love and Warcraft. Jonathan B, also a maker of love and Warcraft. And Lemmy Winks, at the baller level. Yeah, total baller. Um, and thank you to um, our uh, exalted and insane patrons, Joey F., Teddy, Morvian, and Arsenic. Hell um, yeah, you and, guys. Holy shit. And thank you to all of our patrons in general. Holy shit. We couldn't, we really couldn't do anything without you guys. Uh, we appreciate your continued support. Um, we appreciate uh, your patience. You know, for, you know, when life stuff comes up, like we we don't usually let IRL get in the way of LB, but it, it definitely has been lately. But that's coming to a close. We're going to get back on track here, starting with this episode. And uh, it was great meeting some of you. Uh, I know at least two of you were at the meet and greet, and it was so nice to meet you guys. Um, and I met so much, so many more of you at BlizzCon, and it was it was really special to to you know, see you in person and to shake your hands and give you a hug and and just. I hope that I conveyed the appreciation that we feel for you guys because um, it really is just like we never take this stuff for granted ever. So thank you. Um, if you can't be a patron, that's totally fine. Of course, we're just happy you're here, happy you're listening, happy you're sticking with us, happy that you're in our communities and in our guild and, and talking and chatting with each other and just making this place a really fucking cool place to be. And big things are in the work for Lagging Balls. Uh, we got some really cool shit coming up to announce um, and really cool things to do and really cool things to listen to and to, I don't know, to celebrate and all that stuff. So this year's going to be great. And uh, we're glad to have you along with us. And sorry for the uh, lack of energy on my part this week. Um, You're still sick, this. It's okay. But I'm here. God damn it. <laughs> and and next week, hopefully, I will be not sick anymore. And I'll be back to screaming about dicks and also Michael Bolton, <laughs> as usual. And one last note for the patrons. Guys who are currently patrons, it is now the middle of November, getting on till late in November. As the holiday season approaches, some of you will have to drop your patronage. And guess what? That's okay. Yes, don't ever we feel bad about that. We love you guys. Do not feel bad. It is all good. If you come back, cool. If you don't, no problem. Thank you so much for the support. Don't feel bad. Every year, some of you guys have to pull out. Heh. <laughs> and you write to us and you're with all these apologies and like you genuinely feel bad. Please don't feel bad. This is the time of year you have to focus on your families and what you need to do. It's expensive. It happens. Do what you got to do. Thank you so much, guys. Just get through the holidays and please feel free to use our show as an escape or or what have you. And and don't feel like you owe us anything because you don't. Nope. Um, You don't owe anybody. No. We just just appreciate you being here and caring about us because we care about you and we're here for you guys. Right, 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 right. Right. right, All right. right. So that's the end of this super long show. Um, We'll see you guys next week. And... uh, Stay frosty. I don't know. Bye, Felicia. Hey, ballers. Send us your thoughts, comments, dick pics, whatever. We appreciate all content and feedback. Now stay tuned for some other stuff that's awesome. 
Hey ballers, Allie here. Do you enjoy Warcraft dungeons? Ever wonder why the hell they are there in the first place? Check out Dungeon Fables to learn the stories behind them. You can find it on Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Keep on being awesome. Take care. Hey Kevin, do you know what I love about lagging balls? What's that, Brian? Um, well, first off, Kevin, it's Ro here. Lagging Balls listeners don't have any clue who Brian is. That's actually a good point. Uh, they would only know me as Jazz or Multizord or something like that. Uh, but anyway, uh, so what do you love about Lagging Balls, Ro? Well, it's their extensive coverage of Blizzard games. I mean, World of Warcraft, Overwatch, Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, Diablo. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. They don't cover Hearthstone. What are you talking about? Sure they do. They're a Blizzard podcast. I mean, yeah, they mentioned Witchwood, like, once, maybe. But, nah, they really don't say shit about Hearthstone. What the fuck? Well, hi, Lagging Balls listeners, Ro here. If you're missing some Hearthstone podcasting in your life, then join me and Kevin, I mean multis, I mean jazz, for Hearth Casual. That's right, it's jazz. Uh, But anyway, our show is a podcast about everything in Hearthstone. Well, except the hardcore tournament meta crap yeah kevin likes that stuff me not so much but hey you you want arena talk you'll get it dungeon runs tavern brawls monster hunting we got you covered and then some hearth casual produces a new episode every two weeks and we'll usually record a little something about tavern brawl during our off weeks unless it's randomonium yeah fuck randomonium (laughs) fuck randomonium hearth casual find it on itunes stitcher tune in google Everywhere and follow us on Twitter at Hearth Casual, or we'll cut you. Yeah, yeah. You look to me like a slacker. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I am a slacker. Join these two slackers for a bi-weekly chat about beer, gaming, tech, and something random every show. Just search Slacker Studio in your favorite podcast app. If you can be bothered, you're a slacker. Thanks for listening, ballers. Here's where you can find and follow the show. Our website is laggingballs.com. Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at laggingballs. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. For Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, and Google+, search laggingballs. Basically, just search laggingballs, and you'll find us. But avoid image searches, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Until next week, ballers, we love you inappropriately. So, if you watched the last episode of Battle.net News, you can literally see mucus coming out of my eyes. Sick. It's gross. Like, I had two, three days where my eyes were just secreting this, like, yellow mucus that's lovely it's so hot thank god for hd <laughs> right <video. laughs> but you can literally see like me sitting there and just like all of the mucus building up in my eyes and then me like wiping it away it's uh it's really something hot yeah so i know sometimes people send me like like oh this you're fucking wearing those low-cut tops and it's showing off cleavage just for like likes and follows and it's like well do you of actually course, get that of course of course yes and of course i am but, you know, sometimes I'm just so sexy naturally, and I just happen to be on camera, 
And like, I just don't want any, I don't want any shit, you know? Like, that's why I'm telling you guys. That's why I'm trying to own it. Cause I don't want anybody sending me DMs being all like, oh, this, you know, you're like secreting mucus from your eyes cause you don't like some follows and you just think every guy wants you and blah, blah, blah. It's like, <laughs> I can't help it, okay? I'm, I'm fucking, I'm fucking hot. I'm sorry. The I'm mucus oozing come, hotness. Yeah, I'm oozing, literally oozing out of my own eyeballs. So I can't help it. Unfortunately, it's don't not happening me, bro. anymore. Yeah, but. <laughs> But yeah, I'm glad that some of that was recorded for history's sake. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you.